You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Just a quick note about uh, this week's episode. You'll notice that the sound quality is definitely not up to par. That would be because we recorded in my friend Jess's car as we were driving up to the Tacoma Guitar Festival here a few weeks ago. But we were figured, why not get a little uh, a little content out of the deal while we were at it? So we threw a mic up in the car and we just chatted. So there's lots of noise. Um, I did hear some weird digital artifacts come in and out once in a while. I don't know what that's about. Um, but it's there. And if it's just too much for you to bear, uh, join us for the next episode where things should be back to normal. So carry on and I hope you enjoy this little chat. Bye. Hey guys, how's it going? If you don't know, well, you should know, right? Oh, uh, maybe. No. Uh, welcome to today's episode of the ToneMob.com podcast, the show about guitar tone and the people behind it. I'm your host, Blake Wyland, and with me today, I'm riding in a car with one of my best friends, Justin Porter. Hey, everybody. So hopefully this doesn't sound too terrible. It's it, probably going to. It probably will, but that's okay. You know, we we prefaced it with the fact that we're in the car, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we are driving down 205, or up 205, up 205 rather. Yep. rather. Yeah, traveling from Seattle. From, I'm from Seattle. I'm, I'm so confused. We're, we're, we're going from Portland to Tacoma. Yes. For the Tacoma Guitar Festival. Yes. We're going up there. We're going to hang out with some homies. We're going to see, of course... Our hometown hero, Leon from Pelican Noise Works, and Matthew's Effects, and some Sinusoid guys. Wait, and Sinusoid? Who's who's that? Guess what, Jess? What? Sinusoid has sponsored this episode of us riding in the car and talking. You know what? They're swole guys. They are. They're swole uh, guys. They're swole guys. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're so jacked. <laughs> so if you want the most jacked guys making your guitar cables then you definitely want to hit up Sinusoid because not only are they super swole and have large biceps. It's true. They uh, they also make awesome guitar cables. and um, I they, own two of them. There you go. What more do you need? Uh, I need some slivers. You do need some slivers. And a Sasquatch. I need a Sasquatch. I actually need a couple Sasquatches. I, I was actually going to talk to talk to them about that today. So If you don't know what we're talking about, maybe it's your first time tuning in and you're thinking, why are these guys recording while they're driving in a car? Well, I don't have an answer That's, for that. Yeah, that doesn't but make sense. The real, the real beauty of it is, um, Sinusoid makes great cables. The Sasquatch is a big speaker, speaker cable. It's beefy. It's super beefy, and the Slivers are tiny little patch cables. Yeah, the other end of the spe- spectrum. So. That's also good. Since we're on the sponsorship train, we got to get that sweet, 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 sweet money. Sweet money. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh. It's so How sweet. sweet. Oh, it's as, almost as sweet as the guys from Solid Gold Effects. Whoa, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, they uh, they also sponsored this rather road noise filled episode. <laughs> well, you know what? There's some pretty good guys too, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell you firsthand, mm-hmm. they make some sweet pedals. Well, I would I would definitely agree with that. I've gotten a chance to play 
almost everything they make, or at least in current production. And, uh, yeah, I literally, they're one of the few companies I can say that I, I genuinely have enjoyed every piece. So, um, the Electro Man, I think I said this on another episode, the Electro Man was actually my first delay pedal. It was. Um, I think I remember that. I was really close, <laughs> when I was searching for a delay, I was really close to pulling the trigger on that, and I kind of regret not doing it. Well, I hear about something magic coming down the pipeline, so, boys, stay tuned, and maybe I'll tell you off the hot mic what's uh, going on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, I will say that I love that Zeta. Yeah, the Zeta's that's, like my go-to for that's, drives. Yeah. I love the Zeta. It's... And you got the Deluxe, I got the Deluxe, yeah. Yeah, the Deluxe is so cool. Uh, So many options. It's so great. You can run... I'm running at 18. Mm -hmm. Oh, you run at 18? I'm running at 18, and it sounds so good. That's killer. Yeah. So, if you haven't, definitely check out some solid gold effects, because they are solid gold. Oh, totally. Let's see. Uh, Hey. It worked. It's it works. The, the the truth in advertising there is yeah. so it's so wonderful. It's true. Um, all right, so we've taken care of that. Let me uh, tell everybody um, who Jess is, if you don't already know from interacting in the various Facebook groups. I'm just a dude. He's a dude, but he's the dude. Ooh. Yeah. Well, now hold on just a minute. I ain't no Jeff Bridges. Well, no. There's only one. There's only one. There can only be one. That's true. Um, if you want to be Jeff Bridges, you're going to have to literally take a sword and go cut his head off. <laughs> and, and then absorb you, his power and through the quickening. Yes, exactly. It's the only way you can become Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I don't want it's, that to happen. No, I don't want... It's, no, it's, it's... I mean, I, as much as I would like you to be Jeff Bridges, uh, I'm okay with you being Justin Porter okay. as well. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> um... So Jess is uh, one of my best friends from way back. Um, we were in our very first band together. Um, in fact, I think that's how we started hanging out. Right? It, it was because uh, we both hung out through our bass player. Yeah. Who was talking to both of us at the same time about starting a band. Right. And we we're like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, Blake. I don't know who that is. <laughs> and so we started hanging out through that and very quickly became really good friends. Yeah. We so. uh, we were like, man, we were like, our, our bass player's name is Kale. And I was like, man, I really want to start like a punk rock band. And Kale's like, yeah, me too. And then pretty soon we started all hanging out playing Green Day covers together. <laughs> in which I was playing the drums. <laughs> and it was fairly atrocious yeah, yeah. At, at best yeah um then, then how did that happen then then we got Keith who was actually a good drummer yeah uh a really good drummer way better than insane drummer he should have been for our band yeah um uh, I think I think it was a good thing because he at least for me pushed pushed me to be a better guitarist and it helped me he, he definitely helped me learn well, that's that's true. Um, he, there was some weird transition period though, where we, yeah, I, where where I was just singing. It's all, and I yeah. didn't know, I didn't know how to play. I, I think it was because you didn't have a guitar. 
That's right. I just had an acoustic. Yeah. And, I, and we tried once in a while. You would play your dad's guitar. Yeah, his three thirty five S. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, that thing was killer. It is killer. Still have it, or he has it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to remember how all this played out. I was playing I like that blue Ibanez acoustic electric, <laughs> and uh, I think you did that through the PA a couple of times. Yeah, and it's, it was terrible because it just would. We're trying to play rock and roll, and it's just feeding back all over the place. It was. I can remember like once or twice that it actually sounded passable. It, yeah, it sounded okay a couple of times, but for the most part, it was pretty terrible. Yeah, and then I got my, I, I got that crate, and yeah. my Les Paul. Uh, at graduation. Yeah, yeah, like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. and or, that's when things started. Which sounds funny. I got my crate, and that's yeah. when things started to turn yeah. around. Well. To be fair, I had a Line 6 Spider 2 at the time. That's and true. your crate totally destroyed my amp. And I was like, screw this, I gotta get one of those too. Yeah. The, I mean, for $120 or whatever like the thing that. it was, like, I just played mine the other day and I was like, you know what? This it doesn't is, sound bad. This thing's not bad for $120. Bucks. You, I mean, you can get some really bad sounds out of it, but if you dial it in right, it's not a bad amp. No. I was I was very surprised. I hadn't plugged into it for probably a year, uh-huh. and there was that thread in sixty cycle, <laughs> and I was like, "Huh." I was just sitting there. I just got done recording another episode, and I was looking at it. <laughs> it was funny because any of the pedals that were sitting on top of it were worth more than the amp. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> "That's so good." Okay, but I was like, "I haven't played that thing in a while. I won't plug in and hear it," and it was surprisingly good. Um, Especially that clean channel. Well, it, the reverb sounds pretty good. It too. does. I I actually was rocking uh, the dream sequence. Speaking of, oh. or not the dream sequence, the uh, the infinite jets through it. Oh, dude. Um, speaking of pedals, it costs way more than the amp. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, and and dialing just a little bit of reverb on that clean channel. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was. I was loving life. I, it was one of those, like, I don't want to stop playing right yeah. now. There were so many. Yeah, I, I got to get my hands on that thing and start playing with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to come over to the, the shred shed and do a little do a little pedaling. One of my favorite places on Earth. <laughs> you helped build it. It is the happiest place on Earth, I think. It's better than Disneyland? It's, it's better than Disneyland. Nice. Nice. Um, so... Let's take a couple steps back. So right. then, then was, we're kind of going through our musical yeah. backstory in a because <laughs> it's really the same. It is more, pretty, more or less. It's I pretty mean, much identical. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, we could get into before we were in the band and what I, each of us were doing. I think that would be a good thing. So okay. I, I got a little bit more there, but let's talk about you. What? What? I don't know that we've ever really talked about. This. I don't. Yeah, I don't really think we have. What? What made so, you start playing guitar in the first place? Um. Okay, so back, I mean, when I was really, really young, as far as back as I can remember, and probably even farther back, I always wanted to play. Because my dad, uh, he was he was a big classic rock guy, uh, a lot of southern rock going on, like Outlaws and Leonard Skinner, and, uh, 38 Special, and mm-hmm. just really guitar front bands, and like Molly Hatchet, right. and stuff like that. So... 
the guitar always was like, man, that's so cool. I want to be one of those guys. Right. And when I was, yeah, I don't even remember how old I was. I think I was like eight. He got me like a little junior acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And I tried for a little while to learn and I just, I don't know, I kind of gave up. And uh, As eight-year-olds do. As eight-year-olds do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked up trumpet in sixth grade. Started I totally playing that. forgot that you Dude, had anything to do with brass instruments. I, I want to pick it up again just because I was like, man, it sounds so cool. And I, I still love the sound of it, but I don't remember anything about it. So it's if I pick it up again, it's going to be terrible for a long time. <laughs> and... I've got enough <coughs> stuff going on. And I'm just like, eh. But I do want to pick it up. Right. Anyway, so I played trumpet for a couple of years. And I think halfway through eighth grade is when I quit playing. And I I started taking woodshop and, and all sorts of stuff. Making projects. Because I've got a lot of interests. So mm-hmm. I could just stay with that right. for whatever reason. And it was another... I don't know, three or four years probably, because it was 10th grade, yeah, it was, yeah, 10th grade, halfway through, I took a guitar class at high school, Mm -hmm. and that was an excuse for me to just be like, okay, I'm going to learn guitar, so I basically didn't do all of my other homework, and I just sat in my room and played guitar (laughs) and learned songs, and... It was... Like, like, what are you doing? I'm doing my homework. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Leave me alone. So I just... That was when I really, really got into playing. And, you know, started off with some CCR tunes and, you know, learning the easy stuff. Because, let's face it, CCR isn't really hard to play. Depends on if well, you're good or not. <laughs> I'm not good, so everything's hard to play. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting better, though. You've been I mean, saying that for 10 years. No, but you, you actually are this time. <laughs> you really are. Uh, no, but you're, you're not bad. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I started getting more into punk, and I still only had an acoustic. And uh, I think when we were talking about uh, starting the band mm-hmm. I was like crap I, I only have an acoustic I need to get an electric and at that time Ryan was selling his uh, his Strat right. I was oh, like Ryan's uh, uh, our drummer Keith's brother yeah. by the way who's a shred head yeah. yeah he's ridiculous so I uh, I bought his Strat from him and had that little <laughs> that little Marshall practice amp oh, the, oh yeah I, dude I forgot about that I did too so I started playing electric and was like, man, this sounds good. And it really didn't at all. It was terrible. But it was closer to it what was, you wanted to, yeah. to sound like than, yeah. than not. Because it did have a, a little drive channel on it. So I was like, oh, yeah, now we can play rock and roll. This right. is good. <laughs> and it sounded like garbage. Mm-hmm. But that's what got me really playing. And then eventually I got that line six. Obviously sounded like garbage, but... It was louder, though. It was louder. Yeah. <laughs> it had more effects. Mm-hmm. And, 
That's I remember that's when much it. I I think you got the line six right basically when we were like, yeah, let's have a band. It seems like. Yeah, I think so. Well, we we played in Keith's shop a few times when I, when I still had that the Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. And I was like, man, he plays so loud, I can't hear myself over him. No. So I was like, I need to get a louder amp if we're gonna play. And so that's that's when I got that line six. Got it. Got it. And as you played with it, you have your yeah that Strat and the line six. Yep. Ironically, though, the Strat's actually a really good guitar. I I still love that guitar. <laughs> I I put it up on reverb, and I was like, man, I I need some money. All right, I'll I'll cut the Strat. Mm -hmm. I put it up, and there was a guy that was interested in it but I had it as local pickup only and he's in the Midwest and he's like would you be willing to ship it I was like man there's there is somebody interested in this just got really real <laughs> right it's uh, too real right I was now like, I, I still love that guitar I had just played it like a week before that and I was like man I don't know if I can sell this and I thought about taking it down and that guy was like hey I'm interested in your guitar and I was like uh let me think about that for a few days and so I, I got back to him and I was like I, I can't sell it mm -hmm. like I can't sell that guitar and he's like dude yeah it's fine I totally understand so yeah it's it's been it's been there I mean since almost day one it's it's yeah. a tough it's a tough thing it's my first guitar I've always been a Strat guy and for whatever reason that particular Strat just sounds really good. It does. It sounds really nice. It's never, like, sometimes you get them and you're like, oh, this could use some better pickups yeah. or, or something. And that particular one, for whatever reason, it's one of those 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 nice combos that mm. just... And I just love the way the neck feels. Yeah. I'm not I, even a Strat guy and I like that guitar. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I remember you talking about it and I was like, huh, well, man needs cash, man needs cash, but it's like, man, I don't really want to see that thing go, yeah. but, <laughs> but, you know, hey, man's got to do what a man's got to do, yeah. but glad that he was able to stick around. So. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it's it's funny, because yeah, our our backgrounds are so so similar in a lot of ways, um, and even though we weren't really hanging out before the band, mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking about, like, yeah, I played a different instrument first. I played piano, and then I tried to play the drums, um, which I've talked about on here a couple times, but I, would, I need to reiterate something. Like, when I was playing the drums, right, I I had them in my bedroom. <laughs> yep. And I would take them out from behind the bed, set them up, so they'd basically take up the whole bedroom. You know, once I had... Because I had shelves and a dresser and, you know, other things in there already. But so once the drums were in there, that was the entire room. And I don't know if you've ever, you ever seen this happen. I, I don't think yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I did. Did you? I okay. did a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember, but, um, anyway, it, I, I took up the entire room. My parents' house was not that big. It's like 12 to, I don't know, 12 or 1400 square foot yeah, or something. Somewhere in there. Just area. a regular ranch style house. And I would set up and blast such system of a down, like, <laughs> in my bedroom and play drums to it while my mom was in the kitchen cooking. And she just <laughs> let me do that sometimes. That, you know... Like, there's, there's a lot of people that wouldn't let that happen. I don't think I would let that happen. <laughs> like, I was like, I, in, in retrospect, I was just like, yeah, well, I'm trying to play the drums. i got to learn to play the drums. So yeah. 
how do you learn to play the drums? You turn music up and you play the drums to it. That's yeah. what I thought, anyway. And uh, my mom just let me play. Yeah, she let me play System of a Down, which was my toxicity was my jam at that time, and still love that album. It's, but it's a good album. Um, and I'm just sitting there trying to play like deer dance and all this stuff, like <laughs> way, stuff way, way beyond my abilities. <laughs> This is where you start. Yeah, this is where those are. This is definitely how you how you start off. And I'm just beating the drums, and in as like you would if you were in a full blown band. Yeah. In my room, I don't know how my mom didn't come in and just shoot me. Like, I mean, I would ask her before I'd do it. I'd be like, like, hey, is it okay if I practice drums? And I didn't really catch it at the time, but in retrospect, I remember that look in her eye, like. Like, uh, I just died inside a little. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Play. Go ahead. Okay. Do it. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, man, in more ways good. than one. Yeah. Uh, so I feel kind of bad about that when I think about it. <laughs> bad drumming really loud, coupled with music you really don't like. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. <laughs> Um, I'm glad I stopped that. And while well, no one's happier than my mom that I stopped that. <laughs> Ironically, I'm a yes, better drummer. Please pick up a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Anything's better than this. Anything. Yeah. Uh, good times. But, uh, yeah, I still remember the, the date. So I told dad, my dad always played too. And I told him, like, I kind of want to, kind of want to play guitar. Of course, what I meant by that was I wanted to play System of Down. Yeah, but he's like, "Well, let's get you in it, you know. We got this old uh, Takamine acoustic knocking around the family. Let's let's get that in, in your hands and yeah. see if you enjoy it." But that was actually a really nice guitar. Yeah, I was gonna say I forgot about the guitar, but man, it was not bad. No, it was a very nice, uh, very nice guitar. It's still around. My, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Grandpa Boone still has it. Oh, very nice. Yes. Uh, hey. We need to go jam with Grandpa Boo sometime. Well, he doesn't know how to play it, but oh, he has it. Dang it. <laughs> like, man, that would be a good time. He can blow a mean harmonica, though. Hey, let's jam with Grandpa Boo. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not actually a bad idea now that I think about it. Um, but, yeah, speaking of Grandpa Boone, which this is funny because we're just oh, talking, yeah. we're talking about all this, this cast of characters that nobody knows but us. But uh, speaking of Grandpa Boone, he's my grandpa on my dad's side. Uh, he makes all of my guitar straps, um, like every, every holiday that would involve gift giving, such as Christmas or the birthday or whatever. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, just make me another guitar strap. Yeah. Cause they're so cool. Man, I, I gotta say that, uh, Blake here, we, we'd been, uh, so a little backstory here. Our drummer gave me a nickname while we were recording a cover and uh this is Joshua yeah Joshua okay current drummer so, Joshua current drummer Joshua yeah he uh he gave me a nickname while we were recording a cover before we were anchor ashore and uh back when we were gravy train yeah back when we were gravy train <laughs> so he just off, like just off the cuff was like hey give me something good jest tone mm-hmm. and so it kind of stuck and I was like and we were joking about like getting a guitar strap that says jest tone on it mm-hmm. and this and that I was like, oh man, that'd be cool to have a Grandpa Boone strap that says that. And, uh, well, Blake Weiland here, being the guy he is, 
told Grandpa Boone about that, and he made me a guitar strap for Christmas. Yeah. And it's the best guitar strap I've ever yeah. put on. Yeah. This episode sponsored by Grandpa Boone. Grandpa Boone. <laughs> Who actually is selling his guitar straps on Etsy, um, but not right now, because he's currently cruising down to the Panama Canal. Oh, well, that's not a bad idea. No, no. Uh, He, yeah, he has a small Etsy shop. He just does it for fun, Um, but I'm not, not even joking. His, his straps are crazy cool. Yeah. So. I'm gonna have to charge him for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna charge him. Hey, nobody gets sponsorship for free. That's right. I'm gonna need product <laughs> or monies, Grandpa Boone. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, what do, do you remember? What the first song we played together was? I feel like it had to have been something by Green Day. I just don't remember I, what it was. I remember the first one we played and actually thought it sounded good, which. I don't know if it actually did, but it definitely did at the time. It was one of my lies. Oh yeah. I was, yeah. I was, oh, we're we're back. Oh hey there. Um, that was weird. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't have the phone holder installed properly, and uh, the phone the decided. phone decided to fall off randomly. Yeah. Uh, but Jess figured out this cheap little thing. Uh, I thought it was just dumb, but it turns out I am, uh, and it does have the exact adjustment I was looking for. <laughs> What's hey, new? It happens to the best of us, and and the worst. And but, the worst. But sometimes the best. Yeah. Not in this case. I, no. Well, you're somewhere in the middle there. <clears throat> Towards the lower end of the spectrum. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, right. But yes, so, it was one of my lies. One of my lies. And that became our warm-up song. Yep. I forgot all about that song. I haven't played it in forever. It's been a long time. Wait. We, uh, we thought about playing it here recently. Did we actually No, we, it? we did. Because you you were back there on the drums. That's and right. I was, I was playing, playing the it drums. acoustic. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah we, we played that. Just right. me, you, and Kale, and those other two guys. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I forgot I was playing drums that night again. Yep. Ironically, much much better. Yes. Than I was back in yes. the day, but still not still good. Not good. <laughs> still not good, but but actually passable. Yeah. For like you could tell I was you could tell I was playing the drums. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, you it looked like I was just trying to kill them. Pretty much. Yeah. So good times. Good yeah. Times. Oh man. Um, uh, memory lane. It's quite the place. It's kind of funny to think about. Some of this stuff, like what we do now, yeah. is just like a direct, like a direct. Uh, I don't know. Like we, I would not have thought at you know twelve or fourteen years old that like me learning Nirvana covers would somehow spiral into me being you know in my late twenties and like working with gear companies and yeah. like. Like yeah, trying to crazy. come up with it. Like, I would well, never, never in a million years would have thought that we would be driving up doing what we're doing now. No. Well, like, it just. No, this is, yeah, it's something completely out of the realm of possibilities mm-hmm. when I was 17. Yeah. Well, first of all, we probably didn't, I don't think we even played with pedals until. Uh, 
don't know. I was I was 25 when I got my first tube amp. That was my 25th birthday. Oh, that's true. So it's really so not. So I've, I've only been playing with tubes and pedals for five years, six years. Yeah. It seems like a lot longer than that. It does. <clears throat> but yeah. <clears throat> and so I'm basically in the same ballpark. I'm a noob. Yeah, we're we're noobs. <laughs> we're noobs to this thing, which is which is kind of funny to think about because like it tells you how sick we really are. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were like, as soon as we as soon as we found what we actually liked, it was like we just went off the deep end with yeah. it. This, oh wow, this, well, is, this great. is cool. Yeah. Hey, I want this pedal. Hey, I want this pedal. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that. That's cool. I want that. I mean, in a relatively short time, yeah, we've kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> wow. And well, I think the big thing for me was going to Nam. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Nam in 2015 when we went up, when we went down there, uh, meeting everybody, and like everybody was so cool. I was like, man, I really want to support these people. Mm-hmm. And over the last year, I have gone absolutely insane. Or sorry, it was 2016. Yeah. 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 I have gone just completely nuts and bought so much stuff They're like wow I need to calm down but even before that in, yeah, all, in all reality because yeah. remember the when we were recorded the album oh yeah we, we did we, go pretty crazy we had a ton of gear already uh-huh. and that was in a pretty short time and, time frame that we got all that stuff yeah that is true um, and that was actually the first time I got a Matthews effect because I was looking around for a tremolo and I, I think I was between the Dr. Scientist and the, whatever that one was called, and then the Matthews oh, the conductor. Oh, tre- the tremolescence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was between that and the conductor, and I went with the conductor and never looked back, and that pedal is still on my board. Yeah, I think it's really cool. It, I love it. I hear tale of some yeah. some stuff. I heard something. I heard about something. We might maybe get to see something Ooh. up here. Oh, does yeah, I'm so excited now. I don't know that for sure, and I don't know I, what that something actually means. But we might be we might be stumbling. Uh, I hope it, I hope it means what I think it means. Something along those lines today. Yes. I don't know that for a fact at all, and I probably shouldn't even be talking about it right now. Let's let's just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> um. Yeah, I remember when you got that pedal, and I I remember it was funny because the first time I met Rick was actually up at this Tacoma guitar show. Oh yeah. I was, I was up here. Well, it might not have been this one. It was definitely in, in Tacoma. It might yeah. have been this. It might. This gets a little confusing. It might have been the Seattle Tacoma Guitar Show. Yeah. Which is actually a different show. I think. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the. Yeah, the SeaTac. Yeah, I was. Show. I was up there for work, um, and I was like, oh, there's this guitar show going on this weekend, and uh, I looked at, like, like, well, I'm not going to be up in Seattle. Oh, I'm gonna be up in Seattle that weekend for some stuff. I told my wife, like, I'm gonna run to that guitar show that that weekend, you know, in the morning before yeah. we head home. And that was the first time I met Rick, and that was uh, like so early on. It's funny. I don't even know if he remembers me from that point. But then Probably it's also not. the first time I met uh, Jack Deville. Oh yeah. Was, oh man. Was up then too and it was it's just a, such a weird thing to think about and like now that these are two people that I kind of talk to on a regular basis. basis and at that time I, mean, I don't know it was like four or five years ago um, I didn't have any idea that I was gonna 
record a podcast. No. Or <laughs> that, yeah, that wasn't even a thought. No, it wasn't on the radar at all. That was it, we were just going. Oh, look at all this gear. Mm-hmm. Look at all this cool stuff. Yeah, and it it's it's just such a weird. It's so, so weird to trace the steps back. Uh, yeah. You know, like I said, from learning smells like Teen Spirit to <laughs> now driving up to go like do like actual real business stuff well, it's so weird that and shenanigans well and shenanigans I'm sure Rick will shoot me with a nerf gun probably and so that's fine I hope so which is another, <laughs> which is another reason why I, I really enjoy this industry yeah everybody's just, it's like everybody's a bunch of goobers and we all get along and it's great it is and I say we like I'm a part of it and I'm not you are though I mean in a lot of ways like well, yeah I guess just by association I mean and actually you are because you are building you're building oh. for for Leon yeah yeah so, I guess. Yeah, so you kind yeah, of is, you're in it dude. that's a fair point yeah <laughs> I guess I am now I don't really think of it though because like I didn't know how to solder before I soldered my Pelotar right. <laughs> well and, that's generally so, how that works yeah no one knows how to solder till they solder well but I mean, until Leon was like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing, and uh, if you want one, I, either I can solder it or you can solder it." And I was like, "Well, I've never soldered before, so teach might, me how." Yeah, might as well learn. And right? uh, yeah, and so the first thing I soldered was a Pelotar, and if you've seen that board, it's insane. Yeah, there's and, there's a lot of parts <laughs> in there for a fuzz. It was uh, for yeah. anything really, but especially for a fuzz circuit or fuzz circuits. It was uh, it was a heck of a thing to learn on. Yeah, and uh, it's it's actually been a lot of fun. I've I've discovered that I really enjoy soldering. So for some people, it's really a it's kind of like for some people, it's like a serious pain. Yeah, like Brian, like Wampler, hates production. Uh-huh. That's why he does it the way he does it, and he loves design, but he hates manufacturing. Yeah, and I am kind of the same way, except I don't know how to design, I just conceptualize. Yeah. <laughs> You're an <laughs> idea guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't like manufacturing. I don't, that's not really my thing, but then I, I know some people, like, I think Leon's this way, and I, I know, I've talked to uh, Ryan up with Fuzz Rocious, he, I think he's wired this way a little bit too, like, soldering is kind of like a, a getting in, like a way to just get in the zone and just kind of just clear your head a little bit. Yeah. Which for me, it I would just, I've done a little bit of it, but to do it consistently, I'd go crazy, yeah. I think. But I could see why some people, it would be kind of almost like a little zen weird thing. Yeah. Like just to, yeah, it's, it's just, it's kind of, I don't know, it's cool. It is cool. It is kind of sad. Making a good solder joint is oddly satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> it is. look at that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a funny, it's a funny thing to, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think so, but when, once you make a good solder joint, it's yeah. like, ah, you put a bow on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's, I, you know, I'm, I'm just wired as a manufacturer because I've been a machinist for almost 10 years. I was an assembler before that. Like, I, I've always been that kind of person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, manufacturing is what I do. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, I want to learn everything. That makes sense. It just made me think, like, I, what kind of person am I? 
I'm not a manufacturer. You're an idea guy. <laughs> I just have lots of you, thoughts. You're an idea guy, and that's just as important as a manufacturer because without the idea guy, there's nothing to manufacture. Yeah, I so well, that's that's a good point. And every you know every part of it is just as important as the rest of it. I have a lot of ideas. Not all of them are good, but you know, eventually, just by the sheer volume, you're <laughs> like you're bound to stumble upon something decent. Yeah. Eventually, just because, like I got, I got four hundred ideas today. Three hundred and ninety-nine of them were terrible, but one <laughs> but of them one is was, great. One of them was pretty good. So, <laughs> so uh, let's throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. Type of uh, type of deal. Yeah. Um, good times. You know, uh, I I found it interesting. This is completely going off of the what we're talking about, but I found it interesting that JHS was coming clear out here today. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of blown away by that. I think I, it's cool. I know Josh isn't isn't yeah. there today, but like he's his dudes are there and I'm like, that's quite the uh That's yeah, that's I uh, wonder if that's gonna be one of the things so one thing to note about this show, this particular guitar show, is it's it's fairly decent sized, but it's yeah. also let's see how we put it. It's a lot of, uh, I, I, I described it yesterday to a guy as, uh, there's a few flamed bowling shirts walking around. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, a lot of, uh, what the heck, what's that thing do? What's a foot, what do you need all the foot pedals for? What, yeah, what's that, why do you need, don't you just plug into the amp and just let, it, let it roll? Yeah, let your, let's pull into a Marshall, what yeah. more do you need? That's. Back in my day, that's all we had. Yeah. Didn't need nothing else. No. Uh, so I it, there's it's not so bad it's not like okay there's guys that don't really care about pedals and that's totally fine yeah and then there's guys that actively hate them for no reason and that's a different thing yeah that, I, that's troubling that, that makes no sense no I don't get like, it I I understand if it's not your thing but don't don't be a jerk about it yeah I, I mean, mean I'm I'm not I'm not one to say that I mean plugging the Les Paul and Strand or Marshall is a magical thing. Jump through, jump through them channels and oh man it's amazing it's so good yeah I just don't yeah I, I don't understand the, the guy who is like Psh, I don't need that I don't need that you don't need that either yeah Jimi Hendrix didn't need yeah. wait a second <laughs> wait just wait just a minute uh never mind yeah uh but yeah th- let's just hey. say there's there's some of that walking around um and then I, I also wonder if Maybe, maybe having a bigger effects company like JHS come down um, will help be kind of a maybe a little bit of a turning point for this show because it's a yeah, really maybe. good show. It's a really good location yeah. for a lot of us, and uh, and it's decent sized and pretty well run. Yeah. I, um, I hope that maybe it can be a little more diverse in the years to come, and maybe having them come down as a step in the the right direction there. I yeah, I hope so. Cause, yeah, I'd like to see it grow in that aspect. Yeah, just get some more of the boutique stuff. Yeah. Just the stuff we're into, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess that's being kind of selfish. Make no. it more for no. me. No. I want it to be no. the things that I like, Jess. But, but you see, in being somewhat selfish... You also are trying to get the masses to enjoy it too. I want everybody to 
like, want, I want yeah. everybody to like pedals as much as I do. I want everybody to like what I like. <laughs> why can't everybody just like what I like? Yeah, no kidding. Why? Why? We, I don't want you to have any individuality. I want you to no. like what I like. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yep. Um. Yeah. I'm, it'll it'll be fun though. It's gonna be a fun show regardless. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what uh, what kind of cheap junk I'm gonna find though. I don't know. Like that's one of my. I will say, as much as I like boutique stuff, yeah. I also really enjoy looking for cheap junk pedals. Yeah. And and things too. They're fun. Because some of them are actually awesome. Yeah. That PV oh, chorus dude. I have sounds great. How's that? How's that DE7 treating you? I, oh. I saw that you you finally got it, dude. Yeah. The DE. I wouldn't even. I can't even say. It. Yes, it's fairly cheap, but I can't even say that's junk. No. Sounds, well, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's cheap. It is. It's, it's inexpensive. It's inexpensive. If I keep talking about it, and other people keep talking about it, it's not going to be inexpensive yeah, for very much true. longer. That is I true. I think the curtain's starting to get pulled back on that that yeah. one a little bit. That uh, it, talking about. I just got well, couple couple steps back. A few months ago, I found a uh, PH7. I've been asking PH7 for like fifteen bucks or that something. That thing gets nuts. And it sounds so good. Especially it's awesome. slammed with fuzz. Yeah. And and I was like, man, I wonder about the rest of the seven series. And through talking to some people, like, oh yeah, most of the seven series is is great. I've heard that the seven series tube screamer is fantastic. If you you know for uh -huh. if you tube screamer is your thing, it's a really good one. Yeah. Um. And but everyone kept talking about the DE seven, which was the delay echo. Yeah. And the hype is real on that thing. I think yeah. it sounds fantastic. Nice. The delay setting. I like, but um, the echo setting is that dark, tasty. Oh yeah. You know, it sounds. It's 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 a fantastic delay pedal. So nice. Um, yeah, I really like it. I really need to start uh, diving a little more into the modulation and delay stuff. It's, it's fun. Modulation is 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 like the next thing. Like I got really into fuzz. Obviously, that's never gonna go away. Yeah. Uh, and then I simultaneously, without realizing it, got really into reverb at the same time. I've always I, loved reverb. I have a lot of reverbs, and I didn't really yeah. realize that I was buying that many reverbs. Yeah. Um, but I discovered my love for phaser in the last... Yeah. And, and flanger. I, and um, it's funny, because I used to not like those at all. I think we just weren't using them right. That could be. I, but like, even like you know, listening to... You know, anybody that uses Van, like, I'll, I'll use Van Halen as an example. I'm just like, yeah, it's, yeah, whatever. It's not that cool. But now I'm like, yeah, actually, heck, this is fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. And one of the things I never picked up on as a kid, even though I listened to it a million times, was how much Phaser is all over the Outlaw Country stuff. Yeah. I yeah. never paid attention to it. Yeah. And it was like, man... Waylon Jennings loved himself some phaser. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> and, it, and it sounds good. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't... It's... It doesn't stand out in that weird 80s way. Uh-huh. It's like... It's just part of the sound. I think, yeah, that's... That's what has always turned me off to phaser and flanger is how, how it was used mostly throughout the 80s. Mm -hmm. And it just always sounded way... Like, way too much. And... I don't know. I just never liked it. One one thing I'm excited to try, and I don't know. I, I want to get just get and somebody probably makes this, and I don't 
don't even know about it. I mean, you could do it on a mixing board, but I want to try it in a pedal board setup. Um, most of my... So, I'm going to stumble around with my words for 40 minutes until I say what I actually mean. All right. Basically, I love the uh, Chase Bliss Spectre. Oh, uh, yes. I, I know they have the Blue Knob mod that makes it a little quieter and, and some stuff, uh. but I, I, I have not sent mine in. Because I'm so in love with the purple knob version yeah. that I'm like, is it gonna change? I like, I just kind of learned to embrace the noise with it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, is it gonna change some things that I like about it? You know, yeah. it's not perfect, but maybe that's what I like. Yeah. So I haven't ever sent one in. I kind of want to just try a blue knobber and see, like, yeah. and just see, and and then I just I'm not really I'm not willing to gamble right now. Uh, but the point is, it's got a mix knob on it. Uh-huh. And I've found, I think that is really crucial in getting non-cheesy flange yeah. and phase sounds. Yes. And so I want just like a, a wet, dry pedal. And I, I'm trying to think, I think Exotic Effects makes a blender. I'm trying to think of who else makes a blend pedal. Maybe Lale. Um, but just like, you just literally just plug stuff into it and blend to taste. Oh, you man. Know? Like, it's just like putting a big mix knob on your loops. That sounds so cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I I think, because most Phaser and Flanger does not have a mix knob, or at least most, of the, any of the ones I have, the Chase Bliss is the only one that has a mix knob. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Huh. So, I want to, I want to get something like that, just for, just for experimenting. So yeah. That would be cool. It's a, it seems like a, a fun thing to try. But I'm pretty sure the Blender is made by Exotic. That might be the ticket. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Huh. Interesting. What's your feelings on Chorus? Ah, oh, man. I'm... I've never been a huge fan, but I think... You know, I listen to some people use it, and I go, man, that sounds really good. And every time I try to use it, I'm like, man, that sounds like garbage. So... I think I'd, I'd just have to play with it a little more. I did get the uh, the Ventura vibe from Digitech. Mm-hmm. I had that for a while. I I did like it, but it's still it's very I don't know. It's I think it's an acquired taste, and I'm I'm starting to acquire a taste for it, but I'm not all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I really want to try a Julia though, because I've heard everybody that likes chorus is saying that is the chorus pedal to get the julia seems really really cool to me yeah um only chorus well that pv chorus i have sounds pretty good yeah that's not bad i like that one but it's a little different it's like two choruses yeah um i do oh that's what i want to try i want to try jack's double chorus the the double chorus is super cool that's a almost a well it is it's a completely different yeah thing altogether and I don't know, I'll have to talk to him, I don't know what the story is, but the double chorus is, it's not double, it's like, it's something like eight chorus lines or something. What? Yeah, it's crazy sounding. That's insane. You can actually, if you set it, if you set it just right, it can actually do through zero flanger on what? it too. Yeah. Dude. It's a nuts pedal. His, his stuff, he, it's man. like, it's three knobs. How crazy can it get? Yeah. It, no. It gets all the crazy. <laughs> He, I don't know how he does what he does, but 
He does magic. Yeah. It's, uh, he explained to me the, uh, the, basically the kind of the, the concept behind the Shepherd's End. Mm-hmm. Um, and how the sound, like what it actually means. And it made, like, I'm like, you're talking way above me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to like, understand. It, it makes sense if you if, if you do what he did. Like, listen, dummy, and, like, draw it on a piece of paper. Uh-huh. And go back, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. We had to literally, like, draw the waveform <laughs> on a piece of paper so I could even understand what it was doing. And he wow. was like, spouting off numbers and things. And, like, you are talking way above me right now. I, I don't know, even know what that means. That guy's a genius. <laughs> I mean, seriously, in all senses of the word, that guy is a freaking genius. I'm excited to get him on the show. He finally agreed to do it. Oh, man. Um, he, he, I, he was one of the first guys I hit up, and he, he was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, but then he realized that I'm, I'm mostly just, uh, not a totally mean person and he said okay he, he said okay I think it might be time to come on the show like, nice finally nice that's that's gonna be fun yeah it'll be a really interesting episode a lot, yeah. a lot of people don't realize about him is that a lot of your favorite pedals came from him yeah even if you don't know it even, yeah even if it's not <laughs> Mr. Black or Jack DeVille or Friday Club mm-hmm. it, he's had a hand in a lot of different he, stuff he's, he's one of the there's only a few I mean, there's lots of engineers, but there's only a few guys in this industry that are kind of the point men mm-hmm. for, you know, it's like, I have some guys will, they'll hit their head against a wall, and it's like, it's like, uh, who do we call? Well. <laughs> and what a lot of, another, a thing that a lot of people don't realize is the, another point man who doesn't always get credit, uh-huh. uh, Keeley does the same stuff. Oh, really? He's done design work for lots of people. Speaking of cool guy. So, yes, he does a lot of stuff. Wow. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, Rob, I don't know. I, I think he might be, I don't know all the ins and outs of what everything he's done, but I do know, like, him and Josh work on stuff. Yeah. But well, there was the steak and eggs that it, they did together. They did the steak and yeah. eggs, and I think he's done other things for him that that were just like a lot of. Uh, that's one thing about this this business. It's funny is a lot of people help each other with a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you know even competitors are like, oh yeah, I'll work on that with you. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. I mean, yeah, they get paid, but like it's still a you know. Yeah. It's a. It's not. I don't think that there's gonna be a like like. People aren't like fiercely competitive for the most part. You know, I'm sure there are some guys that, and there's probably a reason that I don't really know them because maybe I don't wouldn't like them. I don't know. Yeah. Or nobody likes them. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are some, you know, pretty aggressive guys. It's too, yeah. too big of an industry to, for there not to be, but it's just the overwhelming majority seems to be willing to scratch each other's back yeah. if need be. And, like I said, there's money involved, but I still don't think there's any amount of money that you could pay, like, a Ford engineer to go work on Toyota stuff. Yeah. Like, Ford would never be okay with that. Yeah. Granted, that's a much bigger business, but... But it's still, like, the same mindset. Like, well, we're competitors. Why would I help you out? Yeah. Well, 
a lot of people in the pedal industry are like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll help you figure out that problem. I want you to get that pedal out there. It's And well, a lot of them are like, oh, yeah, well, I got this, but if you want something different, check out these guys. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool how everybody helps each other out. It's, uh, it's one of those uh, rising tide raises all ships mentality, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and I, I do believe that to be true because it's a small enough market. It's kind of, a lot of people draw parallels to um, the craft beer industry. Yeah. Which I think in a lot of ways is very accurate. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, that's obviously, you know, the beer market is obviously much bigger than the guitar industry. Yeah. But I, I think the craft guys have a lot of the same mindset where they're like, we're trying to go, you know, after the market share of Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like, I think I think that word is like you know craft. I think it's the craft mindset. You got craft brew, and even though we use the word boutique in the pedal industry, it's it's a craft. That's true. And it's small enough to still be a craft. So. I think that might be, you know, if you're in a craft like that, it, that's the mindset. It could be. For I'm, the most part. I'm sure that, like, the, you know, I don't know. I'm sure the log furniture guys aren't fiercely competitive either. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're competing with Lazy Boy, not each other. Yeah. You know, type of type of deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. I think it's probably that way in any smaller, more hands-on type of industry. Yeah. It's probably like that across the board. I mean, even in, like, hot rods and stuff, I think it's it's that way. Yeah. You know, that, like, the engine guy might not necessarily be a body man. Yeah. But he'll refer you to the other guy. Technically, he could try. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason why... Yeah, I think you're right. It's that, that kind of craftsman mindset. It's a little different than big industry, I guess. Yeah. Um... Trying to decide if we should just talk and record the entire drive, or if we should cut it off at right around that hour mark, like we normally do. Uh, yeah, let's probably cut it off at the hour mark. Plus, I'll probably run out of battery. So yeah. And I, I need to have battery so I can live stream Rick shooting me with the Nerf gun when yeah. I get there. Oh, I'll, I'll be doing some live streaming as well. <laughs> it's. It's already guaranteed. All right, Jess. So this wasn't exactly an interview, but it kind of was. There were, there were some interviewee parts. So we should, though, you know, wrap up with the classic question. Oh. Because well, right. I don't even know if I fully know the answer to this question. I don't know if I fully know the answer. Jess, what kind of pizza do you like? Um, well, I've been going, I've actually been going through kind of a change. I've, I've discovered that tomato-based sauces really hurt my stomach. Oh. So Bummer. I gotta go with the more garlic stuff, and we actually we went to Fultano's not long ago and got a pizza with a pesto sauce. I can get on the board with pesto. It was freaking good, and you know obviously all the meats. I, oh. I got to have all the meats. All the meats. And uh, you know got your sausage and your pepperoni and your bacon. And, mm -hmm. Oh man, it's all good. Fultano's. I haven't been there in a long Dude, time. They make some good pizza. It's a little uh, local. Joint. I'm gonna have to check that out again. Yeah, they, I like, I like the thin crust, the the crispy thin. Yeah. Goodness, that's that's what I like. That's what really makes it for me. Because if it's a super soggy crust and the pizza's like falling down and it's all greasy, I don't enjoy it as much. 
it, I like the I like you put that caveat on there. I don't enjoy it as much. As much. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, pizza's pizza. Yeah. I don't enjoy it as much, but I still I'll do still it eat it because it's pizza. It's yeah. yeah. It's got the things I like on it. I mean, and I, I this could be I could get roasted for saying this, but mm-hmm. even bad pizza is kind of good. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Ain't nothing wrong with uh, throwing a Tostinos on the old trigger. Yeah, that's right. Put a, yeah, <laughs> put Tostinos on the trigger. That was a good uh, pizza. Uh, it, it actually was pretty good. Yeah, it was. We threw some chorizo on that. Yeah. It, we kind of fancied it up. Well, we did. Yeah. We, we, we threw it. <laughs> while we were recording the album, I brought my trigger over to the studio. Uh, and we smoked basically every meal. But we, yeah. at one point, we smoked Tostinos pizzas and sprinkled them with, like, extra fancy local sausage and cheeses and stuff. And it was so good. It was like, it was like, I don't know. It, it's like the equivalent of driving a Geo Metro and putting big rims on it. <laughs> Basically. Yes. It's what we did with that pizza. But it made us feel good, so whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, that was a good right. time. Well, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll revisit with a, a post-show drive home we'll get two bonus episodes out yeah. of this Ooh, hey. there you I go. think I'm just going to drop these both just next week just for kicks yeah it works for me yeah, might as well alright guys uh, hopefully this wasn't too horrible of audio quality but my gut tells me that it is and for that uh, you obviously made it this far so it wasn't that bad sorry <laughs> alright guys for Jess this is Blake and good luck and good tones One last thing before we totally sign off here, I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com Stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is tonemob.com stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. 
So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com and check them out.